Hey, singles only podcast listeners. Paul Farvar here, your host. Uh, this is going to be a fun episode of Singles Only. I recorded this while I was on the road in Oklahoma. I got to record some episodes while I was out there um, in the summertime. It was super fun. These are awesome ones. This one is with my good friend Julie Drake, a uh, comedian out of Oklahoma. She has some great stories. Hilarious comedian. Check her out. Follow her. Um, if you haven't already, you know what to do. Subscribe. Review. Um, if you haven't reviewed us in a while, please do review us. There was some jackass that gave me a one star and it screwed up everything. And now I can't even look my parents in the eyes. It's so embarrassing that I'm at a four nine. Um, Paul F comedy is my website. Check it out. Um, and my YouTube page, Paul F comedy, also youtube.com backslash Paul F comedy, uh, for upcoming tour dates. Uh, as of now shows are happening. So, uh, Everything I did during the Oklahoma shows were socially distanced and um, and the other shows as well in Chicago, everywhere I've been so far has been pretty cool. And um, yeah, come on out and support comedy. But I understand if you are not ready to uh, be in the real world yet, um, it's a scary thing, especially if you are high risk or are around people who are high risk. I get it. Um, but this is a fun episode with Julie Drake. Enjoy it. And as always, check out our sponsors. Before I succumbed to the pressures of getting Netflix and Hulu, I was an avid reader. I still am, but I'm behind on my books. I used to read a bunch of books, mostly memoirs, biographies, uh, nonfiction stuff. And uh, as you all know, one of my favorite books is uh, Perfect Pain by Param Parastran, a good friend of mine. Uh, it's an awesome memoir about, and it's a true story um, about how he fled Iran as a child and uh, lived up this perfect life that we all uh, are sold um, as a multimillionaire uh, successful businessman. But he had uh, underlying pain and issues that he had not resolved. And this is what he did on his journey. It's an amazing book. Um, I, I can't tell you how awesome it is. If you haven't read it already, I strongly recommend it. And and I still have some free books to give away too. So for you listeners, subscribers, if you give us a five-star review, I will send you a free book. I've got about seven left right now. Um, and uh, it's, it's a great book, perfectpain.com, available on Amazon. It has been discounted uh, because he wants to get rid of his batch of books. Perfectpain.com or go to Amazon, get the book. And if you've read the book already, give him a review too. Um, we want to give him the far of our bump. Um, perfectpain.com by Param Parastron um, or message me and I can maybe send you a book for the right price for free. No, I'm just kidding. Perfectpain.com. <laughs> It's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. I'm your host. On this episode, I'm just going to get right into it because we don't have a voice of reason. Uh, I am recording uh, remotely from uh, an exotic town called Oklahoma City and a very funny comedian who I shared the stage with last year and I heard her story and I found out she's still single. I don't understand why. Julie Drake, did I did I say your name right there? You got it right. Okay. Yes. Get close to the mic. Okay. okay. So you are still single. I'm still single. How how is that possible? How is it like being a single female comedian in Oklahoma City? Well, I would say uh, comedy is pretty much the reason why I'm single in Oklahoma City. Why is that? <laughs> because I'm such an oddity. Oddity. Okay. There's less than five female comics here. 
Okay. And so when I meet men, they don't quite know what to do with me. Right. They're very weirded out by Intimidated, it. Intimidated, I would say. I, yeah, that's, well, that's a good word for it. Yeah. Okay. And they think, like, um, when I tell them I do comedy, they're like, oh, yeah, I've done a couple open mics. And oh, I'm dear like, God. no, I do comedy. Yeah. They're like, I got a joke for you. <laughs> they do. They do. I had steak and it was rare. I don't know. I can't do an accent. They will. And they'll go, but don't use that on stage. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, no problem. <laughs> nothing you're doing. I hate that on dates when people are like, you can use this for your skits. I'm like, listen, nothing you've said to me is going to make a skit. So yeah. just be normal and we'll have a fun time. Yeah. And I think it's different for male comics because for female comics, that when they find out you do it like more than i'm not professional yet or any big you're, name. you're booked at clubs I'm you're doing up, it professionally yeah. getting paid yes it turns into like some weird competition yeah where they're trying to out funny me or they tried to like bring me down a couple pegs yeah knock me down close to the mic knock no, me down fine. okay and uh, it always becomes weird yeah i think it's an ego thing guys are supposed to be the ones that provide the laughs it's uh it's just the way that ego works here yeah but you were in relationships before you did comedy or what yes not during comedy no the funny enough uh the last relationship i was in we broke up four months before i started doing comedy okay and i have not been in a relationship since then but you were also uh were you ever married no okay but you have a kid who is in like 72 right or he's no she's an adult <laughs> 70, i have a 25 year old son and an 18 year old 25 year old wow okay yeah, yeah. i knew you're the 18 year old okay yeah so you have gotten you don't want any more kids i assume absolutely not yeah are you did you are you doing anything to prevent that from happening well i mean you know tubes are tied okay so, so then that that would count constitute yeah. yes yeah. yeah okay shop is closed <laughs> shop is closed so that's good so you can just have some fun now but mm -hmm. you just haven't found anything worth your time um not in the last five years okay um it's been a good time it's been the first time my whole life i've been single because i was always in one relationship after another after another and just and then finally i just stopped and i was like i just need to be single for a while yeah it's healthy to be single. It is very healthy, and it's been very healthy, and um, it's been fun. I've gotten to do comedy. Yeah, I've gotten to like learn about myself. I've gotten to figure myself out. I've gotten um, to do what I like to do instead, instead of, of other people's whims. Yeah, it's sort of like breaking a codependency pattern. Yeah, where I'm always like worrying about someone else or dropping everything for other people. I'm specific i'm being very selfish and i'm only worried about myself right now well that's good and it's you very should good. you had to raise two kids i'm assuming mm -hmm. yeah uh with a lot of help or not a lot of help zero help. zero help zero help <laughs> okay so you ha it's your time to fucking grow now yeah. so that's awesome and that's and that's what i tell people it's like it's good to be be selfish and, and live your life mm -hmm. right yes very and you're happier i assume I'm doing very comedy happy. Okay. I never thought, I, I always was told, you know, you'll be happy when you find someone. And I was like, I'm actually the happiest I've ever been is being single. Were you, did you grow up in this area in Oklahoma? In or? Bartlesville, Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah. So that, the idea for you is, is it fair to say that it's like, okay, well, your path was picked for you. You're going to get married and have kids mm -hmm. and, and be a home woman, I guess, a home, a home homemaker, <laughs> home broad. What do they call it here? <laughs> is that not? the right word i don't know what terms are used here in the in the oklahoma oaky town home woman home woman homemaker, homemaker. housewife, housewife. 
What do they say here? <laughs> mom to, to kids? <laughs> Baby mama. Baby mama. <laughs> yeah. Um, even now, like when I date, um, the problem, I, I've met a lot of great guys over the past five years, but they all are under the assumption that if we get together, I'm going to drop everything I'm doing in my life so that I can be there. Do you, do you remember the guy that was at the show we were at, at and he came to that late show? Oh, yeah. And anyways, he, he had been married for 22 years. Perfect example. And uh, his expectation was, was uh, if we were to be in a relationship, I was going to drop everything I was doing so I could be at home for him when he got home. And so he was like, well, who's going to cook my dinner? Oh, I'm my like, God. I know. So there's like a very old-fashioned thing going on. You got to get out of this fucking town. I, I tried. I, we ta- I tried. <laughs> yeah, I know. I Today was supposed uh, to be my last day in Oklahoma City. Thank you very much. for. <laughs> thanks, COVID. <laughs> oh, thank you, COVID. Oh, no. That's was, so crazy. Like, how are, you, how are you meeting these guys, though? Are you like meeting people after shows or online or what? Paul... <laughs> Well, you clearly have gone out with some people in the last five years. Yeah. Uh, men are generally pretty like intimidated by... I get that part. ...by female comics. So I, there's been a few guys after shows. A lot of it's been um, just out and about or through friends or sometimes apps. I'm not on dating apps at all right now. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's a waste of time. Why? It's a waste of time. Big- uh, tell me what you mean by that. <sighs> It's just how much time, I mean, how much time is really involved? You make a a little profile, Mm -hmm. you check it once a day, maybe. Mm -hmm. And if you see something that's, it's like, it's like fishing where you just, you don't even have to stay there. You just put your pole out there and then check on it once in once in a while. Yeah. But when I was on these apps, I would talk to these men and get to know them and then they would just disappear. Right. Because of course they've got a million other choices. They do. And um, but I, so do you. Yeah, but I'm pretty independent and I have my own life and I have my own thing going on. And I don't think that that necessarily makes a lot of men feel secure when you have a lot of women who, and I'm not knocking women, but there's a lot of women out there that a man is like, they, they'll do what they, they do what they want. They'll be this home broad thing yeah. we're talking about. Home woman. Home broad. <laughs> home woman. <laughs> I feel so, like I said it right. Home woman. So, um, Okay. If, if, you know, I'm not going to, I don't know, feed their ego or drop everything for them or, or any of that stuff, then they really don't have a use for me. And when they figure that, I feel like they, they go on to find someone else who will. But what do you even need to go on a date for? Like, what are the, the intentions that you would have to meet a guy? Let's be honest. Cause you already have kids. Mm-hmm. Do you want to get married? Um, I'm open to it now. Okay. I've never been open to it until the last few years. Okay. So you're married, you're open to it, but it's not your goal. No. You definitely, do you want to have like a one night stand with dudes? I've, you know you're what? You're open to it. <laughs> you know what? You're going to, you're going to, I, you're going to laugh, but I've never had a one night stand. Okay. You need never. to do that. Never. You need to do that. It weirds me out. Okay. What's weird about it? That you're just, I'm, I like that I'm encouraging a one night stand for my friends, but let's hear what your reasoning is. It's weird. What's weird about a lot um, of things are weird. Um, that you would just meet someone and then just go have sex with them. You don't know anything about them. Well, that's not necessarily the definite. Okay. So 
the times that I've, I don't even know what a one night stand is anymore. So maybe let's get the definition down. Mm-hmm. If you meet someone on an app, you have a good night, you have physical and, and personal mental chemistry. That means you guys like the th- same things or dislike the same things. Mm-hmm. And you guys have a connection physically, whether it's sex or not, there's, it's not like a stranger. You've, you've made a connection, whether you're not going to just sleep with someone just based on physical uh, attraction, I assume, at this time in your life. You might. I don't know, in Oklahoma. <laughs> what if the guy is just like a complete idiot, but he's like super hot and... Oh, that's like the first four boyfriends in my life. You just <laughs> described them. So clearly that doesn't... <laughs> but I'm saying like, if you guys have a connection, you get excited about something, you both like fucking uh, Pottery Barn candles. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And you guys have that connection... That's sometimes all it takes to like take it to the next level. So you're not a stranger, but you probably won't know their last name before you know their favorite candle scent. Well, I have had those relationships where there's just a physical attraction and we've gone and we've had sex, but it's not been like once. It's been like an ongoing thing. Yeah, ongoing thing. That's the way to go, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you've done that. How did you meet these dudes? Um. A lot of it was in my younger days, like at bars, like when before there was like all these dating apps, we used to go to this club called Russell's and I met all kinds of men there. Russell's? Russell's. Yeah. Oh dear Lord. It was, it was the spot. I picture the, the, uh, the logo as a man in, uh, overalls with a plaid shirt under it and a straw thing coming out of his mouth. Am I right? No, it was a very like, it was in a hotel. Oh, okay. It was in a Marriott and, um, (laughs) is it still around? No, that whole Marriott's gone. Okay. And, and actually at one point I was running comedy shows out of there. Oh, okay. (laughs) But but it, yeah, it, they've tore it down and they've built something in its place. But so you would meet dudes at Russell's and then, uh, sometimes it'd end up where you'd hook up with them for a few or MySpace. I met a lot of men off MySpace. MySpace too. I did do that too. I think a lot of, I met a lot of really great guys off MySpace who to this day I'm still friends with. Okay. Like we did our thing. It didn't work out, but we stayed friends. It was the weirdest Do you ever go back on MySpace to see if they're still there? No, there's no MySpace anymore. No, there is, but it's like all about music. Yeah, and I don't. I think I have one out there, but I haven't been on it. But <laughs> um, okay, what about Facebook? Did you meet dudes on Facebook then? After I have that? a couple, okay, a couple, yeah. So it's the the only difference between MySpace and Facebook is on the apps. If you go to a good app, whether it's Bumble or Hinge or Tinder or whatever, I don't know what they have here, but you could you're both there for a reason and you just got to figure out whether you're on the same page. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like for you, you have a lot of options in the sense that there are guys out there who are recently divorced and, uh, want to just not, you know, they don't want kids. They want to just hang out with someone and make a connection personal or physical or whatever. And there's, have you tried the apps and had bad luck just this time with people like disappearing or other things have happened? Um, well, there's a lot of ghosters. Okay. And, you know, that's, I, I know it happens. That's the biggest problem? That's, or have you had a guy where you went on a date, you met there who ended up being a creep? I've had, I've had a little bit of everything. Okay. I've had the creeps. Um, and then I've had a, some really great guys I've met off those apps. Okay. And we were just in two very, like, first of all, a couple of them had very small children and I thought I was going to be able to hang with them. 
But then once they start like talking about their schedule and yeah, how, and I'm like, I don't want to do this again. Like my Saturdays have already been dedicated to soccer and baseball for you're done with that 20 years. I don't want to do it again. So. What about older dudes who have older kids too, or something? What's your what's your age um, range? I like 10 years younger or 10 years older. Okay, and I've just the 10 years or up to 10 years, like. If they're like eight years, you're like, you're too oh, old. Oh, no, no. Up to, up <laughs> okay. to 10. Up to 10. 10 and 10. That's yeah. fair. Okay. Because, and sometimes older, like sometimes the older guys are so burned. They've been so burned by like their ex-wife or they just have a lot of baggage. Yeah. You know, and they kind of take it out on the next one. Okay. And I'm like, I don't. You don't want to be that next I, one? Uh, no, I don't. So what, why, I just feel like you have a lot of, especially now that your kids are out of the picture in the sense that you have all this time where you don't have to worry about a lot of times when I go on dates with uh, women who have kids, they have to be home for their nanny or, Mm -hmm. or if they have animals, they have to walk their dogs. Like you have the freedom to be like, all right, if this night ends up cool, we can end up in Vegas. Mm -hmm. I mean, theoretically, yeah, that can't happen. I mean, I can do whatever I want. So why aren't you doing it? This is the prime of your life. I know there's a COVID mm-hmm. pandemic, but apparently Oklahoma doesn't think it exists. But Well, and I will say um, comedy has kind of gotten in the way. Um, I can tell you. Schedule-wise. Schedule-wise has been a huge issue. Um, you good know, problem to have. It's a good problem to have because I'm always booked, or I won't say always, but mostly booked. And um, it's hard. You know, I just I don't have the time. Yeah. I'm like, I'll be gone all weekend. and that's the prime time for going out and mm-hmm. then t- you know then it's like i think a lot of guys are looking at how busy i am they're like well where do, where am i gonna fit in yeah like she doesn't have time for me but they might want that a lot like for me i like women who are independent who i don't have to worry about them and a lot of guys are like that too where mm-hmm. they're like once a week i'll see julie and then we'll move on that seems like a perfect situation for you i feel like it's different like in Chicago or bigger areas, because I feel like those men have goals and are busier where like, I've met a lot of men here. Like for instance, I, when I was in Vegas last year, I went on a date, best date I've had in years. And he was very busy. He had his own stuff going on. So was he a nightclub singer? No, <laughs> oh, I wish that was like Tom Jones or something. That'd be no. so cool. Okay. He was just a average Joe. Okay. But he had a lot of things going on. Like he was like a hustler, not a, like a bad hustler, but he had like a, a good hustler, good hustler, a lot of side businesses going on trying to drugs? make things happen. Not drugs. I can't okay. remember now, but he, he did all kinds of stuff. What other, what other side hustles are there? Oh, uh, clubs, club promotion. Yeah. Stuff like that. Okay. So he had his own thing. He was really busy and he did not mind he didn't blink an eye when, you know. Well, you're from out of town, too. So it's like a fling to him, maybe. Yeah, but he really. Uh, you guys had a connection. Yeah, he was a good guy. And he's now um, engaged and uh, has a baby on the well, way. How long ago was this? October. <laughs> what the fuck? How but, is that possible? You know, what's funny, though, is every guy I've seriously liked or dated, like in the past few years, are now married. Yeah. Or with happens. the love of their life. I'm yeah. like the good luck Chuck girl. I, I either get that or they became life coaches. That's the two I things know, that women come son, into. But I have uh, 17 girls that I dated. They married the next guy yeah. that they uh, met. And now some of those from 17 are now like divorced. So I'm like, oh, maybe I wasn't that bad. Yeah. No. By now, you know that I'm a lawyer, right? Everyone does. And, uh, I don't really practice anymore, although I still have a license. Um, But 
when I need a lawyer, um, and I do often need a lawyer, um, I contact my friend Scott Shapiro. Um, if you're injured uh, on the job or need compensation, you're entitled to payment for more than you know. A lot of times, companies will try to settle with you so you don't get a lawyer because they don't want you to know all the monies you're entitled to. Uh, Scott Shapiro has been uh, helping injured workers for over 20 years. In addition, his firm handles multiple other cases, including uh, personal injury cases and entertainment law issues. He has handled a lot of uh, my entertainment stuff as well as those of uh, guests on the show and listeners. So you need a lawyer. Sure, you can consult me. But uh, if you want a free consultation from the best, uh, don't take any chances. Contact my friend, Scott Shapiro. His number, 312-648-8800. Or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com. There are other Scott Shapiros. Make sure you call the right one, 312-648-8800 or scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you, and he will be very happy. Hey, singles-only folks. Have I ever uh, steered you wrong? Have I ever, you know giving you bad advice. I, I've been here for four years now for some of you guys. The longest relationship I've ever been in is with this podcast. And uh, I've given you everything I can. I brought guests that have informed you, entertained you, told you how to date, told you how not to date. And now I'm bringing you another tool, a superpower, if you will. It's called the Keys Dating Keyboard. You download this app and it saves you thousands and thousands and thousands of hours in dating. What it is, is it has messages for every situation breaking the ice, being flirty, responding to something that was asked of you, um, or most importantly, breaking up with someone or ending things. Instead of ghosting, you can be a responsible person and choose multiple different responses. It is the coolest thing I've ever seen. When I saw this app, I was like, I need to, I need to get this to my folks. And, you know, it's been proven that uh, singles spend over 8,000 messages, you know, hours on apps uh, until they find what they're looking for. Well, this is going to save you so much more time. It's a free app for you guys. That's what I'm going to do for you. You guys download the app. It's uh, if you if you Google dating keyboard keys or uh, keys keyboard, um, it's going to pop up. Promo code singles only free. Boom. Don't tell me I don't do anything for you guys. So this is. It's being, you know, it, only certain people have access to this, but you guys are going to be ones that have it. You guys are basically going to be testers on this app. And um, I'm inviting you to listen to this, to use it, and uh, before it's released to the general public, tell me what you think. Download the app. Use the password. Singles only to get in. Anyone that signs up will be free for one year. One year of free usage. I don't know what else to tell you. I am doing everything I can to get you guys to stop listening to this podcast and, and find love, whatever the hell that means. Keys, dating, keyboard. Promo code, singles only. You're welcome. Okay, so let me let me play another hypothetical by you. What if... In Oklahoma, you're in, you're stuck in Oklahoma again in this hypothetical. You see this guy every Monday or Tuesday or whatever, once or twice a week. But no quite, you know, you guys are in an open relationship, but like don't ask, don't tell. Mm-hmm. And maybe he's got, you know, Becky on Fridays and Susie on Saturday or whatever. You've got your shows. He's got the side hustle of women. What's wrong with that? What if you're like the, 
like those polyamory relationships are you okay with that or are you it's too small a town where I wouldn't I would be okay with that until we were in a relationship I would not want to be in an open relationship but when you're dating and you're not committed I can do whatever I want and he can do whatever he wants yeah like we're not committed so so then this situation will work out where you can be like on your apps you can be like hey I'm really busy I just need to see you once a week and here are my veils. It's almost like a comedy. Yeah. It's like, I can hang out with you Sunday through Wednesday. Once is probably enough for me because I'm busy. You're busy. Let's see what's up. I just, I created your fucking app. You're welcome. Your yeah. p- profile. That would be fine. There you go. Yeah. I don't like clingy men anyways. So this is a win-win. Yeah. I think you're just, but you have to give the apps a try, but you have to be a little more direct, I think. Yeah, that's true. What's the downside of what I said? Other than probably getting some viruses. But we're already going to get Corona. So what's the difference if you also get what is the other? HPV? HPV, <laughs> which you probably already have. Everyone has it. Yeah, my yeah, my gynecologist. Every time I go, he's can he gives me. He's like, everyone's got herpes. I hope you know that. <laughs> I had a scare recently. I talk about it on stage now. He, he makes me get like all these STD tests, and then he's like, you know, like sixty percent of my patients have herpes, and he's like, I'm just convinced we should all just get. I mean, he's like on this herpes kick every year, and I'm I like, it's yeah, it's uh, one in one in uh, seven adults have it. Mm-hmm. And he's but old. you might it, that might include one H one, which is the herpes on the lips. Mm, he doesn't specify. <laughs> he doesn't, but he's like, you know, you got to get tested because you know you don't know it, and that's how you spread it. And he's like, I'm really, he's really got like this crusade against herpes. That's funny because my doctor was like, was against testing. I was pushing to get tested for herpes. They don't do it unless you specifically ask for it during mm-hmm. the SCD test. And he's like, you don't want to know if you have it or not. It's it's not a big deal unless you have an outbreak. Well, yeah, it kind of is a big deal. That's what I, I would, said. I would think to the people you're sleeping with. That's what I said. Yeah. But the only way you can spread it to somebody is if you have the outbreak. And even then, for women, it's a one in six chance if it's a guy, and it's a one in 10 chance if it's a woman that's spreading it. Hmm. Crazy numbers. But it is spreading, so your doctor might be right. Yeah. I had I had a, I had a scare. I recently started talking about it on stage, and it's a- A herpes scare. A herpes scare. <laughs> but uh, thankfully, I'm out, of, I'm out of the woods, but- yeah, I've I luckily have survived not having herpes. But I know people who have it and they've survived. You take a you take a pill or something and it doesn't become contagious or something like that. Yeah. But you have to tell people you have it obviously legally. Mm-hmm. I don't know about it in Oklahoma, but most states you do. Yeah, did you so know, the, Did you so know Paris Hilton has herpes? I'm not I'm not shocked, yeah. but I probably could have guessed that. Yeah. The one or the the genital herpes? Uh the one that you need the pill for. Valtrex? Yes. That's either of them, I think. Yeah. Well, anyway, she has that one. Okay. So, yeah. So don't sleep with Paris Hilton. <laughs> well, I think most people are like already like... Not during an outbreak, at yeah. least. It's it's interesting, though. You have to think about that stuff during COVID because it's like, it's so scary. A lot of people that I was talking to during the pandemic, you're like, okay, well, now's the time to just lock someone in for the pandemic mm-hmm. so you have like a fi- one person to have physical contact with but then you're like why not just do this all the time but then you're like no i don't want to i don't want to become a home broad <laughs> home broad i don't know <laughs> i don't know those relationships have always worked out well where you're just you have a thing you meet it for sex and then it ends when someone ends up in a relationship yeah i mean so you why can't you do that through the the apps 
I mean, I guess I could, but I just, I keep missing the target is the problem. What do you mean by that? <laughs> well, like I'll meet a guy and we'll just be on totally different pages. Like he's looking like he's divorced. And yeah. He's looking for a wife to replace the wife he just lost. Cause a lot of men and I'm sure a lot of women, but I don't know cause I don't date them cannot function without a relationship, without a partner yeah. or a relationship or they're lost or they, or they just feel like they have to have it. They don't feel like they're anything Without but there's ways to figure that out. You don't go out yeah. with someone that's recently divorced or separated. And also, I think what you're throwing out there, you need to be more clear with the with the bio or whatever, where it's like, hey, I'm not looking. I'm I'm very independent. Here, you probably have to say that ex- <laughs> right up top. <laughs> I'm an independent woman. I'm not going to be a home broad. Oh, and then, uh, that's so whatever home homemaker home woman yeah. whatever they call it here but then you're gonna get these open-minded dudes but also you're probably gonna get a lot of creeps that are gonna be like oh this is gonna be fun well you get those anyways yeah i mean i've had on there you know looking for a serious relationship and not showing any skin and i still get the creeps mm-hmm. and i'm like what about my profile Gave yeah. you any indication that I wanted to see your dick first thing. Yeah. I mean, come on. Oh, they sent dick pics right uh, away? Like, right away. Like, look <sighs> at this. Don't you want some of this girl? And <laughs> Does that ever work, you think? No. Has it worked for you? Or you're like, well, now I'm just curious. It has to work because it, it just has to. Who is it working on? Well, if it wasn't working, why would they keep doing it? I don't know. They only need it to work once for it to be a, a surefire bet. I mean, I've had women ask me to send one and I, I won't do it. Yeah. Or I'll send a dick, but it'll always be like, I have the standard picture of three old men having sex with each other. <laughs> and then I'm just like, this was Vegas last time. And then usually they either laugh or ghost me. You should send like some, like, just freak them out. Like, send like a big black dick yeah. or something. <laughs> no, that's a good, I've got those saved on my computer yeah. too. Or I've got one where, a guy has a cast on his arm and it's just his dick is the thumb. And it's like, I think I broke my thumb. That's like an old one too. But yeah. I try not to send them. I've never sent one. I can, I, sh- I shouldn't say I try. I have, I can honestly say my penis has never been in a photograph knowingly. Um, but yeah, I don't understand why guys do that. And uh, I'm sorry on behalf of all men that it still happens. Yeah, it's so played out. I'm like, aren't you guys, like, haven't you guys learned by now? Maybe they get off on it because, like, the Louis C.K. jerking off in, in front of you. Maybe that's their thing. Could be. How I many mean, times has it happened to you? Oh, I count, uh, count People you didn't know. Not, C- countless. Really? Countless. I couldn't even tell you. <sighs> I mean, there's no way that number is. <laughs> I mean, I've seen dicks. I mean. At what do you, how do you respond? I usually just block them. Because I know right there that it's just, there's no point. I'm not going to date them. I'm not going to go out with them. And sometimes I think they're looking for a reaction. I think if they get a reaction where someone laughs or is like, that's, I want to get on that. That's going to, someone has must have done that in the past to one of their friends. And they're like, this works. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I, I don't. Or if, it could be a numbers game. Maybe it hasn't worked, and they think one one of it's these gonna gals, work one. It's, it's one time. It has to work. I someone whatever whoever is doing it successfully, please message me because I cannot see. I mean, even if you had the greatest penis in the world, but I just don't think it's attractive. I will tell you though that um, I have I have been getting ready for a date before, and the guy was like something like. 
Should you I get ready? this ready? Should I jerk off you, before? You ready for this? And it was a picture of his dick, and I was like, oh, well, I don't need to shave my legs. <laughs> <laughs> you still went on the date? I still went on the date, but, you know, I was like, mm, he's not getting any. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he just fucked himself. Well, because it was literally not worth it. Yeah. And I talk about that on stage, and, you know, it makes the men mad, but every woman just dies because I they've think all experienced they've that. all experienced that. Yeah. Where they get one that's just pathetic and you're like, well, you just saved me about an hour of grooming time. Yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid. Like, what are you thinking? It's just so played out. And I'm like, I can't believe that I'm 43, almost 44. And I'm still like, I never thought I'd be this age and being like, how old are these guys that are doing it? They can't be in their forties. They are. Yeah. Actually, I will. Uh, it's, this is the funniest thing. The younger guys are way more respectful yeah. and nice and like eager to try to get to know you than the older guys. The older guys just seem so like burnt out and full of baggage and they're like, here's my dick. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they just don't know how to react or they're like their evil like stepson is probably like, this is what's going to work pop and they just try to fuck them over someone's giving them bad advice i i don't know i don't understand it but yeah young guys are super super like nice and respectful and they're just they're different breeds yeah it's well not- they're also probably more liberal in this town than old school men looking for home broads home bro- i know i'm like it's just weird yeah it's weird you gotta get out of this town i i've tried <laughs> I tried. You really got to get out of Today was supposed to be my last I know. Day. I'm so sorry. Well, it's going to be gone soon. Soon. You'll be back on the track. Um, go anywhere else. And and Oklahoma is great for mm-hmm. certain segments of of uh, of uh, society. But for someone like you who you've, you've done your time mm-hmm. as a mom, as a good mom, a uh, single mom, mm-hmm. now it's time to like get your Julie on and, and go out there and make some bad decisions <laughs> with these younger guys. What, what other than 10 years on each side, what, what else are you looking for in dudes? What are your deal breakers? If, if the people are listening, my to, deal breakers. Yeah, absolutely. No drug addicts. Okay. No, what no. does that mean? What does that include? Include? Well, not weed. Weed's okay. cool. But like, I'm talking about like heroin. Yeah. Cocaine. H- have crack. you had that? Yeah, there's there's actually, it's really sad. Um, There's a lot of men, especially here, who are addicted to painkillers, opioids. It's a everywhere. It's a huge huge problem. problem. That's a pandemic in and of itself. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm like, everyone's freaking out about that hydroxychloroquine. But I'm like, what about opioids? Opioids are literally destroying lives. Well, hydro, that's not addictive. Oxycontin and all that stuff is excessively addictive i know but i'm i'm thinking why why aren't we yeah you know i hate to we get, are We're i hate to get to. political and everything but i feel like you know the that those are the drugs that we need to be saying no we need to get rid of those because i i've i know so many people actually you know my mom was hooked on those i was hooked on them for a long, long i was time. hooked on vicodin yeah she she uh she got hooked on them and it was bad and so yeah. i've seen it in my family i've seen it here and you know, so I don't necessarily want to re-experience my, sure. my my childhood from you know someone that was on pain pills and so. no. Although I get it, I yeah. get it. I, that's a, but like drinking is fine, right? Not excessively. Okay. I don't want an alcoholic. Yeah, I I don't. I don't think anyone with like seeks yeah. one unless you're already an alcoholic. Well, my dad was an alcoholic. Okay, and I don't want to re-experience that either. Right. <laughs> so I've had one. I have one parent that's an alcoholic. One, but you was, drink. I do drink. Like yeah. as an adult. 
yeah, socially, just for fun. See, I don't drink very often, and that turns a lot of women are like, "You're just not gonna, you're not gonna have a drink." I'm like, "I'll have a drink after my show, but I don't really want to." I don't ever drink before stage. Yeah, me neither. Ever, and uh, that pisses people off after shows though too, where I don't drink. Yeah, but um, I pick my battles because I know if I have a big day the next, if I drink now, mm-hmm. I don't have one i can't just have one drink i like to have multiple drinks and then i'm hung over the next day and i'm so not productive yeah so i drink during the during the quarantine i drank once the whole time i got fucked up once mm-hmm. and then i was like this is fun i want to do this more but i'm also yeah i don't drink every day or whatever and i have family members who are alcoholics so i get it well i've also um dated men and all we did was go out and drink mm-hmm and then I'm like, I don't even know him. Yeah. Like, we're just, yeah, like when we stop drinking, this isn't fun anymore. I, actually, I tell everyone that um, I used to smoke weed with my kid's dad. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, anyways, I started the, the drug dealers in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, decided to make money. They were going to start lacing the weed with like PCP and angel dust to get people hooked on. Oh, wow. And anyways, so I quit smoking weed because I was scared to death I was going to get hooked on something. And I had a son at the time. And so I quit smoking weed, and then I realized I don't even like my kid's dad. <laughs> I was like, I've just been high for four years. That's I, the best. I cannot stand him. Yeah, <laughs> that's the great, the greatest secret of of things. And and you learn a lot when you stop drinking and smoking. I smoked pot so much in high school and college, and I used to follow bands like The Grateful Dead and Fish. And then when I stopped smoking pot, I'm like. These bands are horrible, mm-hmm. and and I thankfully I could just change CDs or whatever. But you were like stuck with a dude, so it's a little different. <laughs> Who I'd made life with. <laughs> you said, "Well, precious life." Yeah, precious. Yeah, and then we got pregnant again. But yeah, it was oh, same dude, same guy. Yeah. So that's on you. That's shame on, me. on you for staying after you you stop smoking pot. Well, you can't just leave when you have a kid, right? You can't just be like, okay, I'm not getting high anymore, so you got to so, go. So you had another kid to save the marriage, the the relationship. Mm, well, it didn't save it. <laughs> Clearly, we're here. <laughs> it didn't save it. Okay, so no drugs, no alcohol, yeah. or to excess pots. Okay. What are the other things that? What are you look? What are the positives? Do you have like a type? I love smart men. Okay. I love men who are very like worldly. They know about what's going on in the world. Okay. Um, they're open to, to discussing ideas. Like I've gone out on dates where someone's like a diehard liberal. And if you say, or a diehard conservative. And if you say anything different to what they believe, they just shut you they off. Sh- well, that's how a lot down. of people are now. It's ridiculous. It is. And I'm like, I, you don't have to buy what I'm selling, but I would like to have an exchange yeah, of ideas. Yeah, that's how we become a society. Well, that's a yeah. problem right now is that no one's listening to each other and there's no moderation mm-hmm. and people are making everything so personal. But that's what happens when you run the ugliest campaign in the history on both sides, but mostly yeah. on one side. Um, well, that happened today, like even on... Oh, I just, fight all day on, online with Not people. just politics. Like today I posted a meme that was non-political and it made... A couple of guys so mad they took it personal and i was like this this had nothing to do with you what was the meme just became enraged by it it was a picture of a guy it was like a picture of a a guy's nose and it was like ultra hairy nose you know those men that have those super hairy noses no i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) covering my nose and it said if your nose looks like this you don't need an n95 mask (laughs) 
<laughs> That's funny. And it just enraged a couple of people because apparently they have hairy noses. Oh, I thought they were like, you always have to wear a mask. They didn't see no, that it was like, a joke. They were like, if you're going to attack people, it shouldn't be for nose hair. <laughs> oh, my God. And so I took it down because I was like. Why'd I, you take it down? Don't take it down. Because I just. No. It's just like circling the drain when it starts no, to go. You can't do that. You got to keep that up. And I was like, I don't want to go there today. So I just took it down and I was like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to do that today. You should have doubled down and I, like took a picture of that guy's face and blown up the, his nose. I was like, but why would you take it personal? It's a random meme. <laughs> because he has a hairy nose. Well, I wasn't talking to him. How would I know? I know that, but How now you know? know. How would I know? You should go to his profile picture. You should have just focused <laughs> on his nose and then put that in the comments and be like, what's, what's the problem, buddy? <laughs> That's how you go. That's how you win, Julie. That's how you win Facebook. Well, now I know that. So now I'm going to put it back up. Now I'm going to go to war tomorrow. (laughs) That's how you win. Yeah. It's everything is a win loss. Um, Everything. People take everything just so personally now. And and so so I like for the man that I'm with to be just open and not sensitive and not sent. Don't be like a pussy. Don't be a pussy. Yeah. Like I like don't do that. Okay. So that's not too hard. So far, you got a, a huge pool to work with. Mm-hmm. Maybe not in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. but in most other not in Oklahoma uh, populations. Okay, anything else that they need to be? Uh, I do like a sense of humor. Okay, we don't need to make it a competition. Though. You can't. Date, have you dated a comedian before? Or hooked up with no, them? No, that that's my golden rule. Don't do it. Don't do it. No matter what. And the, my reason for that rule is is that, um, and I joke about it on stage, is that female comics we do get accused of i've been accused many times of sleeping with comics they're like the only reason you get booked is because you're sucking someone's dick yeah and and i'm not and it happens all the time so i feel like if i did hook up with a comedian that it's going to solidify that it's going to fuck over all the hard work you've done in the sense people always certain people will always see it that way that's too bad and that's that's something i say too uh for and and also just if you end up in a relationship or it ends up bad or the guy sends you a dick pic and you call him out on it then you're you're it just becomes bad for everyone even though you're not the one in in the blame both Mm -hmm. parties get get hit by the by the gunfire or whatever what is it called the shells well, we have had comics here that have that have hooked up, and when it goes bad, it's awkward for everybody. Yeah, that's what I mean. The it's, shell it hits everybody. It, it does. It, it was horrible, yeah. and I was like, "This is why you don't." And Every it, episode, I say that. But Blake Burkhart was a comedian in Chicago who recently came on, and he's dated multiple ones, and he made a good argument in favor of dating someone because comedy is our lives, and mm-hmm. we see these people all the time, and you have a connection. But it's just, it's not a good idea. And then there is an argument. For me, I just think, I just, I go back to my legal sense where like, you don't shit where you work. You Mm -hmm. don't, in any workplace. And especially in a workplace like ours, where it's like cutthroat, 1% of 1% of us become successful, if whatever that fucking means. And... And if it happens to be someone that's in a relationship with another comedian, that's not going to work because both people aren't going to have the same levels of success. And that creates a whole other problem. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you can't do that. But um, musicians you can date as long yeah. as they don't do drugs. Well, that'll be hard. Or alcohol, which makes it very hard, too. But they're open-minded, usually worldly. Well, I will tell you, though, that date like dating just like a non-comic. I have thought about dating comics because non-comics 
get really weirded out when I'm on the road with a man. Yeah. Like last week I was in Little Rock, Arkansas, staying in a condo with two men. That has freaked men out before. And then they've been freaked out by like my Facebook. They're like, who the hell are all these people? That's crazy. And they get like really weird. And they're like, who? Because they don't understand comics will sometimes say anything on someone's yeah. page and it's it doesn't mean anything it means absolutely nothing right we're and, comics we talk about each other and i've had men go through my facebook go who the hell is this who is yeah. this? Who, why are who are all these men why do you have so many men on your page you know and they're freaking out and i'm like it happens for men it happens for it women does? too 100 okay. percent. i i w- i'm on the road with women comics surprisingly more than men and i get that all the time where mm-hmm. people are like wait what's going on? i'm like yeah. Number one, she's a lesbian. Number mm-hmm. two, I you know my rule. Like, what are you talking about? But I get you. Yeah. So that can't have jealousy. Yeah. This the the pool's getting smaller, Julie. I, I know. don't know what you got to do. But what about like, do you end up going out with specific types of people, uh, like physical or um, size wise or anything like that? Well, I don't. Short I, dudes. Uh, I don't. Like, Tall dudes. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to date someone that's unhealthy. Like I want not fat dudes. Yeah, is that what you're trying to yeah, say? I'm trying to okay. be. I'm trying to be politically correct okay. because uh, as you're staring at me, it's, it's <laughs> COVID. Wait, relax. You're not a fat dude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you stupid. mean obese people? Okay, so you're not going to date a fat dude. Well, it's just unhealthy. It's and okay. I'm talking about like obese, like a few pounds. I mean, dating men my age, they're gonna they're not going to be rock hard abs. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Uh. I disagree. <laughs> I've had rock hard abs. They were just under had, a layer of fat. Had. Yeah. Had. <laughs> so you have a huge pool, though, between 34 and 54. Mm-hmm. Not obese. Uh, single, obviously. Oh, I would, yeah, I would like him <laughs> to be single, Paul. <laughs> well, some people are okay with the yeah. thing. You can do uh, that. You can also, um, let's see. They got to be open-minded, worldly. In Oklahoma, means that they've been beyond Texas. I assume it means that they, <laughs> like, if they've been on a plane, you're like good enough for me. It means they watch Channel Four and Five News. Oh, there's two channels here. <laughs> there's three. Wow, I didn't know that. Okay, which one's which? <laughs> uh, the, one's liberal and one's conservative, or what? They're all news stations. Oh, okay. They're all the same. I'm just being sarcastic. Okay, got it. No physical types in terms of uh, exclusive races or anything. You're not racist no. against Persians or or uh, Asians or anything like that you that know, we need to know about to cancel you. So funny is my children are half black, and okay. so everyone automatically assumes I only date black men, mm-hmm. and I have dated every race and color that there is. What was the race of the Vegas dude? Uh, Puerto Rican. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's like the United Colors of Julie. You just yeah. all colors. The UN. The UN. <laughs> if I had a flag of every man I've dated, That's it would good. look like the UN. <laughs> so there's it's, there's a lot of hope for you here, but I think you do. I think, I think as the life coach slash date coach on singles only, you need to go on the apps and just change that subject heading to be like, this is it. Uh, comedy's my life, but I'm looking for someone that's available monday through wednesday <laughs> hang out no weekends. see where it goes what's that no weekends my weekends are gone don't try to be funny it's not gonna work yeah or some stupid shit and watch the fluctuation come in and you can write no fatties at the end no fatties. 
Yes. Well, that knocks out like 90% of the Oklahoma men. Well, you can go over 100 miles. I think there's stuff in uh, Tulsa. I don't know. <laughs> They're all fat there. Too. I don't know. We're not a healthy state. Everyone's going to Everyone's going to get mad at me, but like, look, we're not a healthy yeah. state, okay? I don't it's know. just we're not. I, I, I'm a walker. I like to walk places. I love walking. And um, it's so funny because sometimes someone will see me who knows me walking and they'll What's hit me What's wrong up with your car? And they'll go, yeah. are you okay? What's wrong with your car? I happened. I, happen, I was walking uh, here recently and someone's like, is you okay? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then I, and then now I told my friend or I told my cousin, he's like, he's like, yeah, because it's a hundred degrees and you're fucking walking. I'm like, yeah, but where else? I need to like get steps in. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. So yeah, when I was uh, in Vegas, it was. Uh, oh, I love walking this trip. I know, and I had my like my pedometer on, and I walked everywhere because I didn't have a car, and I was walking like twenty two thousand miles or miles twenty two thousand feet a day, yeah. and I loved well, it. Uh, steps Step, in, steps yeah. a day, and I loved it. Yeah, it's good for you. And it's good for your brain. I it's think. good, and I realized when I left, I was like, I feel so calm. I feel so good. I feel so energized. And I couldn't quite figure it out. And then I get in my car and I'm like within five minutes, I'm like, ah, cussing. And I'm like, oh, because I, I haven't been driving. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I've realized that driving is my number one yeah. source of irritation. I like driving, but yeah, I, I mean, in traffic or yeah. when you're driving, to, I like driving to gigs because that's like the only time I can listen to podcasts and I, stuff. I do. I listen to podcasts. Yeah. That's all I do. It's nice, but, but. But yeah, I love walking. So, like I said, people- put that on the pod. Put that in your in your profile. Let's just hang out and walk. Say I like to walk. Mm-hmm. I just wrote your fucking bio. You we did. did it. We'll fix this on your phone. I'm looking at your phone right now because I'm like, we're really gonna do this. And then just say I'm not gonna be a home broad. That's how you end it. I'm not going to be no. I'm not your homemaker. Now I'm tempted when I get home to go download Tinder and do this just to see what the results. Do it. Will Send be. us the results. We'll we'll definitely okay. check in with you. Well, I've we'll got- have you come back and, and explain what how how it worked. I will do it your way just to see like a science experiment almost. Bumble or Hinge or Tinder, whatever. Do you guys have Hinge here yet? Uh, I think we have Bumble. I don't think we have Hinge. Oh, Hinge is the it's a good one. Yeah. Well, I'll try Bumble or Tinder, and we'll, yeah. we'll we'll see if the Paul method works. It will. Okay. All right, Julie, we're out of time. Where can people uh, find out more about you other than on your new app and walking around aimlessly in Oklahoma City looking for men between 34 and 54 of any race that aren't fatties? Where will you be? I'm not at home because I ain't no home broad. Yeah, that's right. Um, well, are you talking about like on social media? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm on Instagram under Julie Comedy. The okay. very original name, Julie Comedy. Hey, if you got it, you got it. Julie Drake, Facebook. Um, I'm not really on Twitter. I stay off Twitter. So just Instagram and Facebook for okay. now. Yeah. All right. Follow. We'll follow you and we'll come back, give you an update. If you do have updates, by the way, I can put them on the intros of the upcoming episodes. Like just so you know, because people are going to follow up on this. Yeah. And, uh, and I do encourage everyone that's listening, if you are sending dick pics, <laughs> tell us why. And if you are receiving them, Tell us why you're encouraged. If you've ever encouraged one, why you did it. Uh, pfarver at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Ah!